Whoa, it's outside the box. Putting a different spin on just about everything. Today's topic is nonprofit economy. In an outside the box several months ago, I described the struggles of publishing a daily newspaper and how in Salt Lake City, Utah, the Tribune has continued to publish successfully as a nonprofit and tax-exempt organization. Given its success, maybe other parts of the economy could also operate as nonprofits instead of for-profit businesses. Fast food restaurants, home-building supply outlets, supermarkets, airplane manufacturers, big box stores, you name it. I've never been excited about capitalism, free enterprise, or the need to generate a profit. My dad had a small one-person retail store and made a small profit for about 20 years. Fortunately, my mother worked in schools, so my family managed financially. Dad just wanted to sell good quality merchandise at reasonable prices to those in the neighborhood. Making a big profit was not a big priority. Just enough was just right. My dad succeeded. Profits can be used to make a business more efficient, to provide good quality merchandise or services at reasonable prices. They can be used to pay livable wages to employees. They can ensure compliance with environmental laws and help the business serve its local community to become more vibrant and active. Unfortunately, most profits these days go somewhere else. They're given to stockholders rather than employees and to pay higher up successive salaries. They're used to get bigger and to gain a competitive advantage against other businesses trying to serve their community as well. The need to generate big, bigger, and even bigger profits encourages companies to skirt their commitments to employees to local communities and environments, and to their customers. If a business wants to serve its community, it can do so just as easily, if not better, as a nonprofit, one that pays good wages, supports its community, treats the environment well, and provides good quality products and services as its highest priority. If a company makes too much profit, it can simply pay more taxes. All cooperatives are, by law, considered non-profits. Want a place to put your money? There are thousands of credit unions that are non-profits too. Some businesses are owned by their workers, either as worker owners or through an ESOP, Employee Stock Ownership Plan, structure. Most small businesses, whether intentional or not, might as well be non-profits, like my dad's small store was. Many businesses depend on government financial support and purchasing for their research and sales. Shouldn't those be nonprofits also? Big pharmaceutical companies and weapons manufacturers, for example. I don't endorse many of their products, but I do think whatever they make could be done on a nonprofit basis. Making these companies public entities or at least nonprofits with a commitment to public service rather than profit seems like a better way to get good quality products at a reasonable price 
rather than whatever generates the most profit. Some hospitals and healthcare facilities are nonprofits. That's also true for many community service agencies and companies. How about Google, Facebook, Apple, and Microsoft as nonprofits or publicly owned? Or oil companies? Let's imagine that. Maine has an opportunity in November to turn two for-profit monopoly companies into consumer-owned nonprofit electric utilities. The referendum question, if passed, would enable major electricity generators in Maine to be owned by the public and to establish rates that would likely be more affordable in the long run. Buying out the existing owners, both based in other countries, would not be cheap. However, it would make electrical generation more transparent, a form of economic democracy, and more attentive to Maine's ratepayers and current environmental and climate crises as well. One other unique approach, the owner of outdoor apparel, apparel manufacturer Patagonia has created a trust ownership for that business. All profits beyond maintaining the company will go toward addressing problems of climate disruption. According to Patagonia's website, quote, Earth is our only shareholder, end quote. In an outside-the-box feature from 2022, I asked, what's the economy for anyway? My answer, to ensure every person's basic needs are met. It's not about profit or free enterprise or being competitive. A nonprofit economy might be the best way to ensure those basic needs. Looking at our current capitalist system with many billionaires while millions experience poverty and live on the streets, it sure wouldn't hurt to try a nonprofit system instead. What do you like about capitalism and what do you dislike? How would our economy be different if it were based on a nonprofit system? I'm Larry Danzinger, ready for a 100% nonprofit economy. <laughs>